With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is what my baby said to me. Yes, Kavita. Yes, Malika. All right. She don't want no relationship. One way I rock like a rocket ship. One love that's steady as can be. One that brings back memory. Yes. Where's your come? She can't see you. Yes, guys, we'll just get a few technical things uh, sorted. How come you can't see me? I can see you. Oh, you can't see me. You can see me. I can see you. Oh, okay. I'm sideways. Yeah, yeah. That's better. That's the best I've seen you. All right, cool. I'm a looking. I'm a looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divine. Hey. <laughs> I'm good, you know. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm good. A few little technical hitches here and there, but besides that, I've got nothing to complain about. That's, that's it. Not wrong. At least we're getting sorted out nice and early. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just position you because we can just about see your head. Uh, can you tell the Can you tell the technical support we can hear them, please? Are we good. Alright. Have you got a stand on that? Okay. Position that. Yeah, we probably may need to use a laptop to give you that edge. Move that. Move Just sorting me out. Just sorting me out. <laughs> you don't need that. Put that there, way. I'm looking now. Nah, that's proper. That's proper. Oh, white word. Yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, 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 word. Ay, People. Mm. Um, listen, today we are joined by Malika Selassie, yeah, one of my sisters, yeah. Um, listen, we've, we've been working on this one for a bit, yeah, a bit, a bit, and um, we're really looking forward to this one in particular, you know. Um, as we look at the topic of uh, Dear Black Man, what we need from you is all right, but before we even go into that, I'm gonna ask my favorite question. Uh, Malika, who are you? Um, I am Malika. Most people kind of call me like Meeks or Mika or some kind of variation. 
Um, if I was to say who I am in the community, we're working in the community with um, Mind Over Body Chest Academy. That's how I kind of started. Yes. Um, then I started. Um, then I started a course in Black Studies for the last three years. Um, kind of part of working with Epiphany people, working blessed. I'm part of a few collectives around um, Birmingham. So yeah, that that's me. All right, sis. All right, sis. That's beautiful. So um, yes. I think we, we need to kind of set the tone straight, really, isn't it? Like we agree. Yes. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand it over to you about what this, this live is and what it isn't. Yes. So obviously with the, um, the title, people might be joining in thinking that it's going to be like a man bashing um, our live. And um, that's definitely not what we're about here at Blessed. Um, either Black Studies or Epiphany people, um, what we'd want to do is kind of ground this in a post-COVID progression. How do we progress after, the, if, you know, with the after effects of COVID, what are we doing as a people to kind of, you know, use this opportunity to kind of further, you know, further our progress as, as a people, basically. So, you know, if you're here looking for, you know, an anti-man narrative, you know, what I mean, if you're here with an anti-woman kind of narrative, um, this is probably not the space for you because it's not going to be about that. You get what I mean? It's a conversation. Two people having a conversation, and you know, people joining and listening, and it's to start a conversation amongst your own social group, whether that be your family, your friends, you know, some of the various collectives that you might work with, about how we as a people start moving forward. Every time that there's a crisis, you know, it's an opportunity for us to kind of look within ourselves and you know I mean look and see how we're going to move how we're going to progress what we're going to be doing and how we do it more most importantly I think you know some of the problems that we've got within the black community we know them very well we're very we're very articulate in regards to the problems my thing is what about solutions how do we become more solution orientated what is it we're going to do so the next generation and the next generation have after that don't necessarily have to deal with the trauma that we have lived through and our parents have lived through and our grandparents have lived through. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, good. It's not a man besting session. So if that's what you're looking for, best thing to do is just come up, come off the live right now. Yeah, we're really, really, really not about that. If it's not, if you're not grounded in a space of healing and growth and progression and moving forward, it's um this this isn't for you. Anything that we're about, blessed epiphany people black studies it's it's it, this is not the space for you we want to create a safe space where we can express ourselves talk some things say some things and understand that you know your triggers are your teachers so anything that i say that anything that you say if it triggers you that's what you probably need to go and look at once the live is over and you know ask your questions bring put your comments in and you get what i mean Let, let's go let's 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 do this let's do it let's do it so yeah thank you for setting the um the context right so you know what we spoke about before was um kind of like what are the things that women need to consider around this um women need to consider that whatever we're asking of the black man is something that we need to encompass ourselves it's something that we need to have whenever in any situation whether that be you know parental siblings in you know intimate relationships friendships whatever we are asking of ourselves we have to whatever we're asking from somebody else we need to make sure that we're showing up with that also 
because then that's how balance is created and the only way that we can progress yeah. is from a place of balance and neutrality and, and harmony yeah absolutely you know because um it's it's key that we do recognize that because um you know there's a lot of people that will say things like oh well you know if we if we if we need to if we're going to be entering into relationships then we need to be healed um but you know that's also quite a false narrative because it you know what I mean? mm -hmm. a lot Definitely. of working in pro working progress mm -hmm. do you know what mm -hmm. i mean and it's about recognizing that you know what there is there, there are areas that we all kind of need to improve on Definitely. You know, and kind of learning that of, of, of critically critically analysing ourselves and stuff like that really. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. So um so yeah, we, we spoke about a lot of stuff, you know. So there there's there's some stuff around um in terms of what what sometimes what would you say some of the barriers are in terms of us um like um what are the barriers in terms of our relationships would you say um one of the main barriers is our inability to critically analyze our lived experience it's about how we leave ego emotion our gender bias our religion to a certain extent at the door and start looking at the different components of blackness that have impacted us over the last you know 30 40 50 60 years so you know you're breaking up our lived experience into what Francis Pressbousing taught us, which is the nine areas of people activity. So you're looking at the judicial system, how does that affect us? Mm -hmm. You're looking at the educational system, how does that affect us? How does media representation affect us? How does entertainment, all of these different components, how they affect us and where we have been placed by the system and how we're accountable for where we are at this moment in time. So a lot of it is um, starting with accountability. You get what I mean? Accountability, you know, individual accountability, but also collective accountability as well. You know what I mean? And, and the interconnection between those two things for the individual, but the interconnection between the, uh, in those two things within our relationships. And like I said, what I want to stress is that it's not just about our intimate relationships. We're talking about the relationships with black men in its entirety. So it's our fathers, it's our brothers, it's our cousins, it's our friends, as well as the men that we choose to procreate with and the men that we choose to be intimate with. It's never going to be one way. There's loads of different aspects that we need to be looking at, critically analyzing. You get what I mean? I think that reconceptualizing what black masculinity looks like from the media perspective and then kind of turning that back on ourselves and looking at our lived experience is what black men are, what black men are or what black men are programmed or being told that, yeah, is that the lived reality? And I don't think that it is, but I do think that as a people, we don't critically analyze our lived experience, nowhere near enough as much as we used to, because if we did, we would understand the difference between some of the things that we are accountable for, but some of the things that are completely out of our control. Do you know, I totally relate about, relate to that because one of the things I keep talking about is um, contextualizing your own lived experiences and definitely know, things that you've been through. You need to kind of like process that because definitely whether it's, whether it's from a from a little boy, yeah, um, your experiences um, to a big man, how you manage your relationships, how you might manage um, say co-parenting, how you might manage being a you know being an academic, how you manage working in the, in, in the workplace so um you know you made you made quite a point about 
bringing into um, the discussion around um, masculinity and yes. um, um, masculinity is is kind of plays on both sides really doesn't it 100 percent. yeah would you, would you like to tell 100%. us a bit more about that please if we know that as spiritual beings we encompass both masculine and feminine energy we need to understand how the system and babylon messes with that messes with that balance when we're talking about gender biases, you know, the woman's role, the man's role, if we look at black men in particular, if the black man is here or men, masculinity says that you're here to protect and provide. Mm. How do black men do that? How do black men do that when the violence is enacted on them? How do black men do that when they are, you know, excluded and marginalized in the labor market? Do you get what I mean? If a man isn't able to do these things systematically, not because he's lazy, not because he doesn't have the education, not because he doesn't have the motivation, not because he doesn't have the ideas or the creativity, how do we then relate to each other when one component of that is systematically taken away from us? You know, Cheryl Phoenix talks about the you know school to prison pipeline. That's a real thing. So if we're still putting black boys into an educational system that we know is failing them, what are we expecting to come out at the other end? Do you get what I mean? If we're still looking at it, so the only options that they've got is sports, music, or criminality, do you get what I mean? What are we producing at the other end? And as the female counterpart to that, how do we navigate those relationships with our fathers, our brothers, our cousins, our friends, and our, and our partners when this is a man's lived reality? So I feel that at some point there has to be a level of, of overstanding and understanding of our lived experience but if we're not talking to each other and we don't know how to be friends that's not going to happen and i don't think that we've learned as you know the black man and the black woman i don't think that we've learned how to be friends mm. first and foremost how we how we don't discuss how the system and babylon actually is is, is designed to to, to enforce that disconnect, you get what I mean? And because we're not looking at it from a critical point of view, we're missing the, 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 the areas of solutions, you get what I mean? The area where the solution can be, but we're always talking about the problems, you get what I mean? We're not, we're not solution orientated enough. You know, I look at um, the Black Pound Day, mm. brilliant initiative, solution orientated, do you understand what I mean? It's a solution. Do you understand me? Where is the equivalent for that for, you know, reconnecting with each other on a level that is outside of, you know, the adultification of, you know what I mean, black boys and black girls, the, the, you know, the sexualization, get me across the board. Do you understand what I mean? And start pointing fingers at each other. You know what I mean? Let's sit down and let's start looking at all the different aspects that, you know, that impact our lived experience and let's start discussing them openly from a space of, healing and growth and progression so you know what as so, so as you mentioned that that to me kind of suggests the whole notion again around safe spaces yeah so, so mm -hmm. I'd, 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 I'd like you to kind of you know go into a bit more about safe spaces for especially for, for, for black men and stuff okay so you know bringing it back to what we need from the black man there has to be a place and a space where the black man feels safe to be open and vulnerable. And it's a collective creation, you get what I mean? Both counterparts have to create that safe space. Mm -hmm. And again, those safe spaces have to exist within our intimate relationships, 
but also outside of our intimate relationships. If each counterpart always feels like they're under attack, do you get what I mean? Oh, you're not doing this and I'm not doing that. And you're, you, where, where's, where's the room for growth? Where's the room for healing? Do you get what I mean? Sometimes we have to be scientists. Yeah. You get what I mean? It's, it's about being, you know, social science. You know what I mean? How do we really start picking apart the bits that we know aren't, aren't working for us? So, for instance, let's objectively look at father absence. Mm. The black man has to objectively look at father absence. If you're a present father, but your bridging is an absent father, what type of conversations are you two having? Yeah. Are you pulling up your bridging and saying, yo, you know what I mean? You're not seeing you, then why go on for that? Do you get what I mean? What is, what is that? Why aren't you doing this? Are you having those conversations? If he doesn't have a father, his father was absent, when does he go and have that conversation with his, with his dad? Is he able to have that conversation with his dad? So there's a lot of inner child healing that we all need because father absence doesn't just affect the person whose father is absent. It affects the village, the community. Do you get what I mean? Because when somebody like myself, who comes from a two-parent family, I can't relate to certain things because that's not part of my lived experience. But I also have another experience of having a dad who wasn't employed. Do you get what I mean? For, for a very long time. Someone's telling me to fix the camera. How do I look? You're looking good now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You get what I mean? So, you know, when we're talking about employ in, in being employed, you know what I mean? We know that in every Western society, the black man is systematically excluded and marginalized from employability, from the, from the labor market. How does that impact his role within the family? What does the woman do when all the pressure, the financial pressure is on her? Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? When we don't sit down with each other and say, you know what, all right, then boom. Babes, you know what I mean? Money needs to run. You know what I mean? No household can survive on one income. Do you get what I mean? What are we doing? You know what I mean? We don't have, you know, we, we're talking about businesses. We're talking about setting up schools. We're talking about, you know, a black teachers association, a black lawyers association. How do we incubate and turn ourselves inward on, in, on ourselves in order to move forward? It starts with a foundation of love, respect, forgiveness. And the only way that we can start forgiving each other is when we start critically analyzing. How did this happen? This is not by accident. You know what I mean? It happens here. It happens in America. It's happening in Australia. It's happening in every African country where, you know, other outsiders are able to move in take over the labor market, take over the education, take up, and it's, a, it, it's Babylon, we know what, you know what the system's about, we know how it, it, it teaches everybody else that this is modernity, but if we look at who we were before Western infection and white invasion, you get what I mean? We were good, you get what I mean? It wasn't perfect, but we, we, we were better than where we are now, do you get what I mean? So, looking outside of ourselves isn't going to get us anywhere, it really is about reparations to repair yourself, is to repair the family, is to repair the community, is to repair the black nation. That's what it's about. And, and I can, I, from what you, I'm picked up from there is shame plays a massive part because, um, you know, that, that discussion, I was even listening to a tune the other day and it was talking about um, how um, sometimes when it comes to men paying bills and these sort of things, for a man to bring up the conversation of money seems to be a bit of it, it seems to be a very much an issue. And yeah. Um, shame 
because you're not the sense of failure because you're the man you're the provider you're the alpha male and because you're not in a position and nowadays we're in positions now where in couples often um the women are sometimes the breadwinners they're, they're earning more than than than, than mm -hmm. men. so how does which that is systematic yes indeed so we're which is systematic you know because if we look at what happens in the educational system black boys get kicked out of school they don't get their GCSEs. It's very rare that they go on to higher education, especially from an Afro-Caribbean perspective. Black girls are pushed through school. So that dis that, that creates the wage disparity within the household. Mm -hmm. You get me? Money means independence. Yeah. So when we're buying into media representation of the independent woman, you get what I mean? And you know what I mean? Can you pay my bills, bills, bills? At mm -hmm. one point, they were talking about paying my bills. And then how many years later, they're talking about being independent? What does independence look like when it takes two? Do you get what I mean? It actually does take two. Regardless of how you want to look at it, nobody can do this by themselves. We cannot do it alone. Do you understand what I mean? And we're not meant to. So, you know, it's, it's looking, again, like I said, looking at things that have happened, that, that have happened to us and why those things have happened to us and who benefits nobody benefits from us not being able to sit down and communicate with each other effectively we don't benefit the system benefits the old babylon always benefits when we're not on the same page always it's part of their plan do you understand what i mean it's what the system does do you understand what i mean so instead of looking at each other you get what i mean side eyeing each other it's about us sitting down and having uncomfortable conversations you know what i mean there should be a lot of crying there should be a lot of tears you get what i mean there should be a lot of you know what i mean i'm sorry to get mm -hmm. me for my part in this for your part in this and a level playing field all right let's 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 wipe it the slate clean that was then this is now how do we move forward absolutely and you know what that, that whole 99 um can you pay my bills era I remember that song Scrubs was thrown in at the same time. At yeah. the same time. Hey, that Scrubs was a wicked tune, you know, because the same people the that same were calling time. Man Scrubs, the same ladies that were calling man Scrubs, yeah, back in 99 for standing at the bus stop, they were still catching bus as well. So Exactly. So so what so what are we saying here? We understand that media representation is a very it's probably the most powerful tool. Oh. Now that we've got social media, now that we've got YouTube and so forth and all the rest of it, we need to look down at how it how it breaks us down. Who does Sunday dinner anymore? Are we sitting around the table with each other, checking in with each other? You get what I mean? Through COVID, who picked up the phone and checked their vision that I haven't spoken to for from a from a female perspective? Do you get what I mean? If I phone you now and I say, oh, bro, are you good? Do you get what I mean? I've cooked a pot of food here. Come get something. What are you expecting that to be? Do you understand what I mean? Do you get that that is just me showing you a level of love that doesn't necessarily have to lead to something else? How do we become, I don't like the word friends. Do you get what I mean? But I want you, how do we become sisters and brethren and homies in, in this? Do you get what I mean? Because if we're talking about a war, do you get what I mean? The war shouldn't be between each other. The competition shouldn't be between each other. We should be working together in order to combat the system, in order to combat racism. Do you get what I mean? But that's not going to happen unless we create spaces where black men feel comfortable being open and vulnerable. Do you get what I mean? And where black women are allowing men to be soft. To, to, to do those types of things if we're continually pointing the finger at the gender bias roles that don't work do you get what i mean it simply doesn't work for us to get what i mean 
and stop comparing ourselves to other people. Nobody's had the journey that we've had. Mm. Nobody. Do you get what I mean? And stop allowing, the, you know what I mean, the system to tell us, stop allowing them to racially gaslight us. Mm. Stop, you know what I mean, stop making them question, you know, I'm like, no, you are actually seeing it is for what it is. Do you understand what I mean? And it throws loads of distractions your way in order for us to stop doing this kind of work, you know, internally and externally, like I said, within the family home, within the community, you know what I mean? How do we create that village again? Totally agree. Totally agree. And, you know, I've seen a comment, I've seen a comment about, um, you know, faith. Do you understand what I mean? And, and religion and things like that perfect mm. but what those people who don't buy necessarily buy into that we can't allow that to be the answers oh you have to become this in order for it to work or you have to be doing that in order for it to work. it has to be something that is innate to us automatically regardless of whatever religion or being any level of spirituality you choose to encompass to get what i mean it has to be a thing within blackness that you know we're on the same page outside of any other kind of influence, for, for, for want of a better word. Yeah, because we spoke about this earlier on in terms of the role of spirituality in the relationships with, with black and, and, um, black and um, men and women. And in terms of like how that, that seems to reflect a level of successful relationships. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Or perceives um, um, mm -hmm. for relationships so yeah yeah exactly so it's, it's it's massive having those you know a shared value base so really yes ultimately it's about a shared value base and 100 and and you know what we've spoken other lives about that secure base for children i remember speaking to the to to, to matthew popo about that and yeah the secure space for each other you know what our home should be our sanctity our home should be that mm -hmm. safe space you know what we're facing enough things out there yeah, mm -hmm. when we come back home, we should be nice. We can mm -hmm. talk, yeah, mm -hmm. and, we, and we are not, there's no need for us to go be going outside of the front door to be seeking peace. Because when we start seeking peace outside of our front door, this is where the problems tend to start. So that's when yeah, we start definitely. seeing issues around gambling, drug taking, alcohol, womanizing, and all the other sorts of evils that are out there. Do you know what I mean? So these are the things we need, we need to look at how we accommodate one another. Yes. And, you know, how we, we, we need to talk about what does the system do to you? What, how does that make you feel without imposing somebody else's feelings on it? If you say, Malika, it makes me feel like this, you know, I'm not meant to turn around and say, well, boy, I don't see it like that. Of course, I don't see it like that. I'm not a man. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? You can't turn around and then say to me, oh, well, it's not like that. Well, of course, you don't see it my way. You're not a woman. It's about how we communicate and meet in the middle of something. So I've got a better understanding of how it feels for you to walk out that front door, knowing that your life is continually at risk. Do you understand what I mean? And what perpetual fear looks like. I feel for black people that we have been programmed to always be scared of something, whether it's losing our brothers, losing our fathers, you know what I mean, that level of, you know what I mean, abandonment, get me that level of rejection, do you get what I mean? And what does that make you do? I mean, I feel like the Willie Lynch letter, even though it's fake, the psychology of it ca can't be disputed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't be disputed. You read that book, you're supposed to read that book and look back and be like, okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, scratch, you know what I mean? And say, well, okay, I get it now. Do you understand when we all oh, I get part of it or this part of it resonates with me. So it resonates with you. 
what are you going to do to fix it internally and externally how do you then not make sure that that level of fear is installed in the next generation are you constantly on your child's phone are you always worried about my brother went um my little brother went to london scared for the whole weekend you know what i mean is he okay is he okay is he okay do you understand what i mean so if i'm scared you know what I mean? That means my mom's scared. That means my other sister's scared. That means, you know what I mean? And that's our lived reality as females every single day. So when we don't want you to go somewhere, or we're saying to you, you know what? Yeah, I mean, we don't want you to go somewhere. Is it because we don't actually want you to have the fun? Or is it scared that we're actually scared that you're not going to return home tomorrow, whether it be by police brutality or anything else? Do you get what I mean? So again, accountability some of the things we are accountable for we're accountable for not getting in front of the system not seeing what babylon does and you know what i mean navigating moving out of the way to get what i mean so when we're saying again school to prison pipeline how long has that existed why are we still putting black boys into school mm. okay there's nowhere else for them to go we need to create somewhere else for them to go then we need black men to teach young black boys to get what i mean what's the what's the percentage of black male teachers do you understand what I mean? All these areas need to be looked at. Do you get what I mean? Every single one of them need to be critically analysed so we can start forming solutions. And it's it's a it's a two-way thing. So as much as what I'm asking of a black man, I need to give him space in order for him to dissect those things within himself. He then needs to go and say, all right, then I'm looking at this. Bro, what are you looking at? Mm. Get me what's man looking at? Okay, then when are we going to get together and start, you know what I mean, patterning up these things? You get what I mean? Who, what kind of female do we bring into this safe space now so she can express how she sees this living reality? From her, her, her point of view, am I guilty of that? You get what I mean? If I'm guilty of that, do I go back and say sorry or do I just make sure that it's better for the next person? Loads of different things we need to be looking at, but really and truly we do need to be critically analysing who we are, who told us who we are, What's the benefits of them telling us that we are this particular way and how we start on learning some of the programs that just don't serve us as a people? Decolonizing our minds, man. Decolonizing our minds, just like how we talk about decolonizing our curriculum. Are they going to decolonize our curriculum? Not when it works for them. No. Not when it works for them. Not when it continually perpetuates a stereotype. We've got to take ourselves away from that to a certain extent. Do you get what I mean? And create our own curriculum and teach ourselves and the next generation and our elders this is the way forward. And it all starts off with solidifying that foundation and reconnecting as black men and black women. Yes. So, you know, I want to touch a bit more on that masculinity because, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so, in, you know, in terms of, in terms of that, um, how would you say that, um, that where masculinity in within the females because you know there's masculinity and femininity in men and female in men and female mm -hmm. women so how would you say the role that uh, masculinity plays within women when you've been programmed to believe that the breadwinner is the head of the family and you become the breadwinner i mean what does that even mean for us what does that even mean? Black women have always worked. We've always had to work. We've always had to play our part financially. We didn't have the luxury of sitting at home. My grandmother didn't sit at home. She came from Jamaica. I went straight to work. Mm. My granddad worked. Do you understand what I mean? So, but when it came to making decisions, 
They sat down, they communicated with each other, and he was the person that said, this is how it's going to go. Do you get what I mean? So when we as women are forced to take on the masculine, what we've been programmed to believe is the masculine side of things, we take on all the rest of it, the aggression, you know what I mean, the toughness, do you get what I mean, the, you know, you can't tell me what to do, way to way, blah, 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 do you understand what I mean? If we're more balanced within that and we can understand how society does that and why it does that because it creates this disconnect between us, do you get what I mean? Yes, you can still be the main breadwinner. I mean, like I said, I don't even know what that means or, you know, but it's your mentality and your, your conduct around that you get what I mean around that? What does that actually mean to be the main breadwinner? What are the behaviors of the main breadwinner? Do you get what I mean? And not to internalize the negative aspects of what that means as well. You also then can't necessarily call man out of his name if he's excluded from something and marginalized from something. And, you know, finances is not just the only area of, of parenting that men should be involved in. They should be involved in all aspects. Both parents should do you understand what I mean? So when we do that gender thing, this is my role and this is his role, but we live in a society that doesn't uphold, promote or support that. Are we really doing the right thing? You get what I mean? Are we really communicating in the right way? Do you get what I mean? I don't think we've been taught, and that's why I talk about accountability, fault and blame. Get me? It's not our fault because the program is there to do what it does. Do you understand what I mean? But we're accountable for not recognising the signs and doing things differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we touch upon um, the role of masculinity, masculinity in terms of women. What, what would you say the role in terms of um, femininity in, in, in men and how that kind of, um, you know, changes the balance in terms of how we interact with one another? Okay, again, the program of being tough, not talking about how you feel, finding it extremely difficult to be vulnerable because that's not what society tells you. And that's across the board. That's not just black men, but black men get it. You are always going to get the worst end of it because there were other areas of masculinity that are not available or afforded to them as much as, you know what I mean, their other counterparts. So, you know, a man comes home, he, he, you know what I mean, he went to the job centre. There were no jobs for him because there weren't any jobs for anybody. What happens when he walks back through that door? What does he do? Does he get to sit down and cry about it? Does he get to say, yo, I feel like I'm not doing it. Does he get to do that? Does he get to let go of that? And like you mentioned before, when he doesn't have that safe space within his household, whether that be his, you know I mean, his, his girlfriend or his mom or whatever, how does he then go on? How does masculinity has to be performed in some way? Yeah. It has to be. And if it's not performed in the way that society, you know, westernized society tells us to, how does that actually play out? And we know exactly how it plays out within the black community. They, they're making points of it on Twitter. You know what I mean? We've got, you know, MPs and politicians mm. asking black men, you know what I mean? Do you, you know what I mean? Have you ever, have you ever seen or met your dad? So, you know what I mean? What, what's that? Basically. What is that? Do you get what I mean? So how does that then make all of us, but especially the person that is being attacked, i.e. the black man, how does that make him feel? And where does he go to go and express that now? And is he in a position to go and express that to his sister, his mom, his cousin, or his partner? And we don't, nobody gets, I don't feel that white society, society gives us a chance to be our authentic self and to look at all parts of us and to um, understand that all parts of it is for us to have. 
you get what I mean? Yes, yeah, sometimes I have to be a bit tough. Sometimes I have to be a bit strong. But at the same time, I'm going, you know what I mean? Allow me to be weak. Both of us, not just black men, not just black women, both of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? I knew you was going to bring the fire in, oh, sis. I knew you was going <laughs> to bring the fire. I knew about you was going to be nervous. Please. <laughs> Still a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Nerves is good. Nerves is good. So listen, there was lots of other topics that you want. Is there anything you wanted to bring up? I'm saying, you know, um, in terms of, of what we spoke about. Um, I think I want us to kind of look at um, COVID. Yeah, go on. I think you know, you know, what I mean, last week when I listened to um, Dr. Roberta Babs live, she said a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And it just resonated with me on so many different levels. So we've had Brexit, which was another crisis. You know what I mean? What does that say to us? Mm. Now we've had, you know what I mean, COVID. They're saying that, you know, we, we, you know what I mean, that affected us more than it affected anybody else. You know what I mean? The, the BAME community. Do you get what I mean? How are we going to, then we've had George Floyd right in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And all the other, you know what I mean, instances of police brutality. What do we do? How do we move forward? What are we going to do to move forward? How do we do that? My thing is that there's no way of us doing that until we get the connect between us sorted. Do you understand what I mean? And it's from both sides. So when we're asking black men to be accountable for the collective, to get what I mean as individuals, you get me when we're asking black men to be open and honest and vulnerable, do you get what I mean? What does that actually look like? It's it, you know we're throwing a lot. You know people are throwing a lot of buzzwords around healing, growth, progress. But what does that actually look like? Yeah. What are the actual steps to that? You get what I mean? Are people going to come off this live now and just say, "Oh, that was good," you know? Or are they actually going to go and pick up a pen and a paper and say, "All right, then this is what I need to look at in the child healing. This is what I need to look at." You know what I mean? Social economical pressures. Do you get what I mean? This is these are the things that we actually need to proactively look at within ourselves first and foremost and then are you going to take that piece of paper and go to your brother and say all right then i think we need to look at this you get me did you do a pd what, what what's your top 10 things that you want to look at and like i said approach it like from a science you get me science you know what i mean it's not a value free you get me it can never necessarily be objective because there's a lot of emotion involved it's emotive do you understand what i mean but put those emotions to one side for a second, stand back from your lived experience several places and look at how they deal with us and how the system actually deals with us. Some people might be interested in education. Okay, so I want to be a teacher. So when little black boys go to school, they see somebody that looks like them in front of them. Or I want to start a black school, get me for whoever. Do you get what I mean? How do I go about doing that? Am I sitting down with the right types of people? Am I connecting differently? Do you understand what I mean? And then supporting the things that we do or, or already have in place. Yes. You get what I mean? Or rejigging them. Maybe it needs a fresh paint of coal. You get what I mean? I mean? A fresh coat of paint. You get what I mean, Rather, Are we doing those works? And if we're not doing those works, then we need to understand that in five years' time, it will be, it get me, it will be worse. Ten years' time, it will be worse. Twenty years' time, thirty years' time, these things are wrapped. Complete and utter wrapped. They've got us sewn up. But every time that there is a crisis, we can always use it as an opportunity to push ourselves further. 
and this is what this is what this lockdown and all of this has allowed us to do you know that, that again yeah. I, I say nearly every single live that 2020 vision that we never knew, quite knew what it was about woke up i was saying remember i said to you earlier on today i am so tired i had a sleepless night but i am so awake it's yeah. unbelievable and that's what we yes. need to do no matter how tired we are don't drop asleep yeah don't drop asleep yeah, yeah? We, need to stay we need to stay woke whatever and you know they, they, they keep their, they keep their foot on our necks in so many different ways you know what i mean a lot of people are making a lot of noise do you understand what i mean how are you individually here to enact change what is your sole purpose what are you here to do and regardless of what it is, it must always be a case of I'm here to elevate, enhance, promote and maintain blackness. Do you get what I mean? The best part. You know what I mean? Our culture is, is for sale. You get what I mean? Urban culture is now a watery version of black culture. Mm. You get me? But we're not benefiting from it. We're not financially benefiting from it. Why is that? Get me? Why do they keep on taking stuff that belongs to us and selling it back to us watery and poisoned? Do you get what I mean? Who is allowing this? Do you understand what I mean? And at the same time, we also got to be mindful that bills have to be paid. Do you get what I mean? So we're part of the system in order for us to get what we we need from the system in order to build our own system. Absolutely. So, sis, you know, moving, moving forward, right, how can we help ourselves through um the stage where we can critically and reflect critically reflect um our experiences without causing any harm um i think again it's a lot of reading and no in fact i'm going to take that back because if that's not necessarily your forte or the things that you like to do go into youtube yeah, yeah. you get what i mean and let's just look at we're going to pick two topics we're going to look at the judicial system and we're going to look at the educational system and what those two areas of people activity do to black men. Let's look at that first and foremost. Let's put down. And when you get angry, which you will, get what I mean? What are you going to do with that anger? How do you turn that pain into purpose? Yes, Naomi. I talk to you. <laughs> How do we turn that pain into purpose? Do you get what I mean? What do we do with it? Do you understand what I mean? You know, use our emotions to benefit us. Don't use them to 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 suppress ourselves even more than what the oppressor is doing at this moment in time. It's also a lot about self-reflection and self-evaluation. And you know, a lot of us buy into the system subconsciously. Yeah, what I mean. So you know, are we having conversations with our children about what it is to be black? The good bits. The positive bits, the brilliant bits, but also the not so good bits, the negative bits, and teaching our children that the negativity isn't something that is innate with us. That society, you can't use that as a, a coping mechanism, or you can't use that as a um, what's the word I'm looking for? As a safety blanket. You get what I mean? Oh well, Babylon does this and it, so I'm good now. Nah, Babylon's been doing this for a very, very long time, and it will continue to do that. What are you about to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You get what I mean? No more sitting down and just, just having it. You get what I mean? We can't have it anymore. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've talked about Black Pound Day. We're not having it. We're just not having, you know what I mean? We've looked at ourselves. We do a lot of spending outside of our own community. Let's incubate ourselves. 
you get what I mean? And you know, I mean, if other people, other factions of society want to come and support the thing, that's fine. Get what I mean? But if we are supporting our own thing, this is how we move forward. So it's about doing that, that self-reflection, that self-excavation. It's about removing the oppressor from within, really. Because, he, you know, I mean, it's taught us a lot. And it's about unlearning. And it's, it's a process, you know what I mean? As you go older, you'll do more of it. But, you know, reflection without implementation and knowledge isn't going to get us anywhere. We can reflect, 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 reflect all day. Action is needed now. And what does action look like? And if we don't know what it looks like, where do I go to find what it looks like? Do you understand what I mean? Who's going to give me the opportunity to speak? Do you get what I mean? And how do we, how do we, how? how? It's all about the how now. Do you get what I mean? We know the whys, we know the whens, we know the wheres. Do you get what I mean? How are we doing this? How are we going to move forward? Sis, you've you, you've set. I think you set the tone quite straight because in the beginning we spoke about um, establishing that this isn't a man bashing session, yeah. But I think we need to address the man bashing that kind of takes okay. place, yeah. So, um, all right then. So we discussed this earlier on about how um, you know misery loves company, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? In in in, in some circles there are you know we you know people will find themselves um, blaming and shaming, mm -hmm. you know, each other for things. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm not yes. opinion on that, to be honest. Okay. Blaming and shaming is a natural response, isn't it? It's also a program. Do you understand what I mean? So let's take, for instance, um, the walkless black man. Mm. Let's look at him for a couple of minutes. Why is he walkless? When's the last time somebody asked a man that hasn't got a job or isn't financially secure why he's in that position? You get what I mean? Because when we're not asking that question, but we're just saying, oh, you're walkless, you know. Get me? Do you, do you know why you're actually here? Do you get what I mean? Does he get, then get to sit back and reflect on his own lived experience? You get what I mean? We're not creating that. Do you understand what I mean? When, when you go back to your friends and her baby father's not doing his job, your baby father's not doing his job. You get me? Are you sitting now with a bunch of women that are having the same lived experience as you without objective, we've been objective within that lived experience? And it's also about acknowledgement as well. The black man does have to acknowledge the things that he has got wrong collectively. Has to acknowledge it. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. Do you understand what I mean? But Frozen. I I I IG's playing up. All right, all right. We're just going to wait for her to join us back again, okay? As you can see, we, you know, she was really, really going in, yeah? Really going in. And um, we had to go there about the, about the culture of, um, of blaming and shaming. I don't know, it must be a signal issue about where she's gone. But we had to, we had to name the elephant, uh, talk about the elephant in the room. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, it is, it is that, you know, we, we, you know, me, me and Malika was talking and was talking about how um, sometimes I remember walking into a room and it's like my baby father this, my baby father that, my baby father that, and you know what? 
misery really does love company and what we did speak about is that um um some some women when they're faced when they're in that situation they don't feel that they could actually say well actually my baby father's all right you know he's, he's good um because of um fitting in or, or or sense of belonging and some of the other issues that go along with being as part of a group so sometimes people will perpetuate and and you know it's that it's, that, it's almost like that, that trauma kind of bonding people are bonding through adversity and you know we need to be in terms of healing we need to know who we're going to what um and and what we're you know when we're in that position we need to know who we're going to because sometimes our friends can and lead to to adverse effects and they can program us and bring us down the wrong way malika where are you <laughs> I don't know. But yes, guys, you know what I mean? Like, it's nice to see so many comments and stuff on the live. Yeah. Um, this is this has been really, really powerful. You know, much appreciated. Um, guys at Blessed, do you know do you know where she do you know where she is? Can you give me a little message on the live? Um, Richard, perhaps um little Wayne. Okay, guys, I've just been told she's just coming back in, all right. But nice one for the comments and everything else, you know. She'll be back, for sure, for sure, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? This, this, is, it in, this is the space um, where we're going to be doing our healing. I'm going to kind of give you the heads up. This is gonna, probably going to be the last couple of our lives, to be honest, guys. Yeah. I'm just waiting for her to join back. You're back. Hey! <laughs> I knew it, you know. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen, but we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Lots of yes. That, that, that blaming, that blaming culture and, and that, that, that. It doesn't matter. It's there. It doesn't matter. Um, we have to blame the system. We have to understand that we were born into a world where our, our identities were handed to us. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? It wasn't. It, this is this, this is not some part of our creation. You know, I'm not part of our grandparents' creation. Not part of our great 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 grandparents' creation. So you know the pathologies, the cultural legacies, all those types of things. Who wants to stop that? Who wants to be part of stopping that? Who wants to be part of or saying yeah, it was this way up until a certain up until 2020? 
Do you get what I mean? Where you know what I mean? Barbies was able to tell us to all sit down, backside down in our yard, and we all did it. Because yeah. we had no other choice. Do you understand what I mean? What's coming next? You get what I mean? They're talking about vaccines. We're hearing stuff about curfew. Now there's only six of us that can sit down in the yard. If that's what it's going to be, those six people in that household need to start having some serious conversations about how we, we, we get out of this. You get what I mean? How we get out of this. You know what I mean? Literally, you know I mean? literally figuratively, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, it's time for us to get our houses in order. Yeah. And you know what I mean? No house can be built on a weak foundation so we we have to learn how to be brothers and sisters again yeah. we really 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 it's imperative our survival depends on it do you get what i mean our thriving depends on it do you get what i mean and if we're not we're not doing that work every day every, get me every day do you understand one because tomorrow is promised to no one as we know do you get what i mean but when you leave here you get what i mean what do you want to be able to say? You know what I mean? Like I gave it my best shot. I'll be giving it our best shot at this moment in time. Not if we're not working together. Not if we haven't got each other's backs. We, we, we're, not, we're not doing it. If we're not, if we're not cool with each other. And I think, you know, we romanticize forgiveness. You get what I mean? And some people think that, you know, forgiveness is condoning. Forgiveness isn't condoning. It's freeing up yourself in order for you to move forward. You don't want to be carrying this emotional, racial baggage with you everywhere. It's tiring. Mm -hmm. It's really, really tiring. Do you understand what I mean? And, you know, we need each other differently. We actually need each other. At what point are we going to recognize that and start doing the work in order for us to get back to that? Do you get what I mean? Taking some of the things that were, perfect, were good before. And, you know what I mean, taking some of the things that didn't work, you know what I mean, critically analysing what our parents were doing correctly, what they didn't do correctly, our grandparents, so forth, and going all the way back and saying, oh, I love that bit, and I love that bit. Oh, no, I don't think that bit works, to get what I mean. How do you feel about this bit here? Did it work from your point of view? Because I don't think it worked from my point of view. Communication and meeting in the middle. Get me collective communication and meeting in the middle. Meeting in the middle. Now, listen, we spoke about this here. It's been quite a journey and a process to kind of get to that point. So what we acknowledged is that there's a there's a level of self-work that needs that needs to take place mm -hmm. for yes. us to be able to exist together. So tell yeah. us a bit more about the self-work and, and the sort of things that you may want to consider. Okay, so my story time. <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, last couple of days I had a conversation. Um, I was dreading having this conversation. Remember what I said about perpetual fear? Scared. Do you know what I mean? Didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Do you understand what I mean? Maybe it's, you know, all the retrogrades that are going on. Maybe it was just a case of, you know, me doing this live with you. I wanted to be at peace with certain things. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I built up a negative picture in my mind. Do you understand what I mean? This is going to go bad. I had everything ready, all the ammo. I had, do you get me, the AK-47, the Luger. I had all. I was ready. Do you get what I mean? I picked up the phone, I dialed, and I got the answer. Do you get me? The person answered. And the conversation didn't go anywhere, the, anywhere way that I thought it was going to go. So I had nothing. I built that up in my mind so much. Do you understand what I mean? I had nothing. Get me so self work is always about you. You get what I mean? It's not necessarily about 
him, whoever that him may be, whether that be your dad, whether that be your brother, whether that be your cousin, your brother, it's not about him, you get me? It's not about her, it's about you. If we continually remind ourselves that we are each other's reflection, to get what I mean, and we cannot do this without each other, self-work becomes a place of healing. We have to look at healing as fun, even the, even the horrible bits. Do you get what I mean? My inner child work. Do you know what I mean? Really and truly looking back at that child, looking at what that child needed, what she didn't get, and looking at my parents and understanding that they probably didn't get what they needed. Do you get what I mean? Did they even know what they needed? Do you understand what I mean? My grandparents, my great-grandparents. So inner child work, just pick aspects of self-work, of, of self-healing. What is the bit that's really getting to me? That's my bit that I need to look at because your triggers are your teachers. They are. Do you get what I mean? And because we've had to sit down with ourselves, you get me? We haven't been able to be busy. You know what I mean? You can't go out on a Friday night because you've got to sit down in your house. You get what I mean? This is the, this is the time. It's, it's been the time. Now that we're back in the midst of it all, coming out of it, do you really want to go back out there? Is it really all that great? Do you get what I mean? And, you know, do you want to go to a, a, a cinema to watch a movie where it continually tells us that we are slaves? Do you get what I mean? Do you want to be in charge of the media representation that shows the other story? You know what I mean? Where's our nanny of the, nanny of the Maroons movie? Who's going to write that? Who's going to shoot that? Who's going to do these things? We need to get in front of the narrative to get women. We need to start creating a different narrative. So the self-work starts with looking at the areas of your life that you don't want to look at, the bits that make you extremely uncomfortable and getting to grips with that and saying to whatever male that you're around, you get what I mean, or whatever female that you're around, okay, then maybe that's something that we need to look at. Do you want to look at it by yourself for a little bit and then come to me and we can look at it together? Do you get what I mean? Can I tell you what it was from my point of view? Can you tell me what it is from my... You know what I mean? Overstanding and understanding can't be... can't be, It can't be underestimated. Mm. You know what I mean? Black studies made me look at black men differently. Made me look at them so differently because when you look at how the system is created to, to keep them where they are and what it tells them, continually tells them about themselves. There is no value in the black man. I have to acknowledge that's what the system does, but you also have to acknowledge that. You get what I mean? You're part of a collective that collectively doesn't value itself and how do you go about fixing that? Do you get what I mean? You're part of it. You get I me? Mean? I can sit down and do my part, but if you're not willing to do your part, Stop. then what happens? You know what I mean? I'm really interested in, you know, black women, what we need from you is, because we can sit down here and pretend that we know, but we all know. Do you get what I mean? If I didn't have men like you in my life, I would have no idea. Do you get what I mean? And, and a good couple of others who are, you know what I mean, honest enough and open enough and vulnerable. Do you get what I mean? You did that work before I met you. Do you understand what I mean? And it just so happens now that because I've been doing that work on myself, we were able to create something beautiful. Do you understand what I mean? Each counterpart has to be doing the work. You get me? Individually, simultaneously, and collectively. You get what I mean? We need a critical mass of black people that are committed to healing and growth and progression. You get what I mean? So we create a foundation that, you know, I mean, we can stand firm on. And that comes from a place of balance, forgiveness, and ultimately love. 
you know what I mean, love of self, you get what I mean, love of love of blackness, you get what I mean, all parts of it, you get what I mean, there was nothing before us. There was nothing before us. And everything that came after us is, is of our doing, you get what I mean? You know what I mean? Half of the story has never been told. We have to get ourselves in a position where we're now willing to tell that story, you get what I mean, from our perspective, not from anybody else's. Sis, I've got a, we've got a minute and a half, so what's your parting message? We need somebody who is braving us, brave enough, courageous enough, open enough, vulnerable enough to do black women what we need is. You know, we, we black women can always talk. We've, we've been doing that, in all honesty. Um, have we been talking about the right things? Not necessarily. Do you understand what I mean? So there's a conversation that black women need to have within themselves, within ourselves and amongst ourselves. But we also need black men to stand up and somebody, to a certain extent, tell us what we've been doing wrong, you get what I mean? So we can get some feedback in order in regards to how we do this. It's not, you know what I mean? My parting words must be that it Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.